You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. I just gone 8.07 uh, Central African time. Uh, let's welcome a pious and sagacious ummah with a hearty assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, your favorite uh, program. Uh, medical files are coming through this evening from a uh, light. You know, there's a light drizzle here in Durban, but alhamdulillah, kulu hal, you know, whatever the condition is, uh, you know, we are grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us a life, for giving us a hidayat, and to be in the house of Islam is such a boon and a gift to us. And alhamdulillah, this evening, we do have a, you know, a very astute doctor, a doctor that is uh, perhaps uh, one of the best in his fields, Dr. Muhammad Doctorat is a dermatologist. And alhamdulillah, this evening, uh, we'll be talking about aging gracefully and aging gracefully isn't about trying to look like a 20 something it's about living your best life and having the physical and the spiritual and the mental attitude you know to enjoy your life and uh, to enjoy it in a manner that will please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most. And we in the House of Islam are so fortunate that we also have uh, the sunnah, uh, you know, to follow the sunnah of Nabi Muhammad uh, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That too enhances our life. And uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Inshallah, this evening, will be giving us uh, tips on how to uh, live a life and, uh, you know, aging gracefully. Dr. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Tell me how you're doing this fine, uh, beautiful evening. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Alhamdulillah. And we have a beautiful day. We're moving into spring in Cape Town. Shukran. Alhamdulillah. Beautiful place indeed. Uh, Cape Town and uh, Durban. You have the cold Benguela current. We have the warm Mozambique current. And alhamdulillah. But the current uh, this evening, uh, talking about you know, aging gracefully, uh, doctor, how many people, you know, uh, I mean, generally in the West, you find people paranoid about aging uh, when the first wrinkles appear. But, uh, you know, take us through that uh, scenario. And how would you, you know, as a professional, as a, as a dermatologist, uh, describe uh, this aging process? Uh, you know, seeing different types of people with the different types of temperament coming to you. And how would you address the Ummah this evening, uh, doctor? Correct, uh, Shafat Ahmed. Uh, firstly, uh, one should encompass the inner beauty and also the outer beauty. So, you know, what uh, the important point is we need to feel good and we need to realize that when we are 50, we're not going to look 20. The other important aspect, we can discuss different parts uh, of the aging process. One of the aging process is the spiritual, pro- uh, you know, aging process where uh, namaz and salah and, you know, feeling good and living a healthy life, uh, you know, certainly improves uh, the maturity of one's life as well as the aging of the skin. Uh, in terms of uh, aging, we should also be aware that there are certain conditions that are more common in older patients. So conditions such as osteoarthritis, uh, neck and back problems. So therefore, it is important to maintain a good posture and then there's certain conditions like thyroid conditions that, uh, you know, occur in people as they get older. So it's important for a person to get a medical assessment by the family practitioner. Uh, the other important point is in females, one should, you know, have a breast examination, one should have a pap smear to make sure, you know, uh, there's no evidence of cancer. In males, one should have a prostate examination. And then the other important factor is that vitamin D. I'm finding in a lot of our Muslim patients, the vitamin D levels are low. So again, if it's if it's low, we need to replenish with vitamin D tablets as well. Now, uh, I think the important point is, again, aging is a gradual process. And what we need to look at is a healthy lifestyle. We should, you know, obviously, we as Muslims don't consume alcohol, but alcohol is a contributory factor to aging. And cigarette smoking. Cigarette smoking doesn't only affect the general health, like uh, lung cancer, but it can also cause wrinkles. Then one should drink plenty of water, and one should avoid uh, lots of sugar intake. You know, one should avoid carbohydrates. And then we need to have a balanced diet. 
drink lots of water, one should eat you know, healthy foods, especially vegetables and fruit. And there are certain foods that are very, very good for aging. And these fruits actually include things like pomegranate. And we know about the, the, the benefits of pomegranate, dharam we call it. And then we also look at different foods like uh, papaya, like um, uh, different uh, uh, vegetables like uh, like uh, broccoli, spinach, uh, nuts, especially almond nuts are good. And then interestingly, dark chocolates, not the normal chocolates, those are important. And one of the things I find very helpful uh, is flaxseed oil. So again, you know, the uh, important point is a healthy lifestyle, a healthy diet, exercising, you know, salah actually improves the circulation throughout the body. And then we look at the local points in terms of the skin. What we need to do is we need to maintain a health, healthy outlook to one's skin. So one needs to use a moisturizer at night, and one could very important for us to use a sunblock during the day, and a sunblock with a protective factor of 50. So it is absolutely essential. Um, sun is actually the major factor in white patients as far as aging is concerned. So if a person who, uh, who ages, their skin becomes dark, it becomes wrinkled, you get a lot of spots, you lose the elasticity of the skin, it looks dehydrated. So all those signs, the skin becomes saggy, you get wrinkles on the neck. Uh, on the on the on the face, so all of these factors are important. And then again, one should sort of have a routine. Um, one can exfoliate, you know, on a regular basis, and that removes the dead cells. Now we also look at the therapeutics. Therapeutics mean that what we as doctors can do to help patients. So if a patient is concerned about, you know, the fact that their skin is looking dull, then we need to improve the texture, the quality, and the glow of the skin. So we prescribe vitamin A creams. Vitamin A actually uh, helps the skin to naturally exfoliate, and it's quite safe and it's effective. Then we also use a vitamin C serum, so that's used. Well, we seem to be losing a doctor now and then. Uh, doctor, are you still there? Yes, can you hear me, Shafa? Yeah, we just had a a small blip there, but I can hear you. uh, You're very clear indeed. But uh, just for the few seconds uh, you went off. But Alhamdulillah, you know, uh, you are definitely giving us a food for thought uh, this uh, evening. And, you know, talking about, uh, as we said, you know, you said uh, our our skin is uh, our body's largest organ. We know that. And uh, if we treat it with care, doctor, it can, uh, you know, it can uh, uh, give us that uh, self-esteem, that confidence. And, you know, it's it's such an important thing that uh, you know when you look at your skin and you look at your face and all that uh, it can actually even uh, impact on you uh, psychologically and uh, mentally uh, perhaps you know a little of that you know if people start getting worried because of the skin is not right and how important it is uh, to have that uh, you know skin and that uh, your 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 face and all all these uh, you know the epidermis in in, in tip top condition doc yeah, uh, that's a very, very important point. Uh, as I mentioned, it is important to we as doctors uh, in terms of uh, managing the patient, uh, education is the hallmark of success. Of success. So patient education is important and we need to, you know, give them simple routines to use, you know, so in that way, you know, they don't spend a lot of time and they have compliance so they can use their products. And again, we have to, you know, uh, look at it from the psychological side. I have a lot of patients who come into the surgery and they complain of not looking good and, and so on. And again, we have to encourage them and we have to tell them about the inner beauty. As far as the external beauty is concerned, again, we have treatments that can actually reverse the aging process. Now, the aging process cannot be reversed completely. So a person 
a person who is uh, 50 years old mustn't think that they want to look at <laughs> to look young and look 20 years old. Uh, again, uh, you were talking about the epidermis. Now, the epidermis is the upper layer of the skin. And with the aging, that layer gets damaged. And it's more so in white patients. You see, white patients, as compared to our brown skin, they have very little pigmentation or protective melanin in their skin. And that sort of uh, allows the sun to get into the skin and cause damage. And therefore, the skin looks uh, you know, leathery. We, because of the fact that we have uh, enough pigmentation, so we generally are protected. But the other important thing is as we age, we use, lose volume of the skin. So the elastin and the collagen is reduced. So all these factors contribute to aging. And I, uh, the important fact is, again, to give the patient realistic expectations, you know. So what happens, we uh, usually advise them on, uh, you know, gentle, you know, health and uh, general management of the skin. And then, you know, one can use treatments like what we call fruit acid peels. We call them chemical peels. And these gently exfoliate the upper layer of the skin and allow the natural skin cells to regenerate. Then we use uh, microdermabrasion, which also clears the upper layer of the skin. And then this is an important topic, and it's controversial. You know, some doctors use Botox and what we call fillers. The Botox is basically for lines, you know, that occur, the crow's feet on the side of the eyes and then the wrinkles on the forehead. But the problem with Botox is that it's controversial in its, you know, constituents, you know. So that is a bit of a topic for discussion. And then what we call fillers, fillers contain a substance that will improve the uh, the volume of the of the skin, you know, the dermis. So again, these are used, but you know, there's been controversy about uh, you know the fact that whether they contain porcine, uh, you know, which is uh, pig or bovine, which is beef uh, types of proteins. So that I'm not 100% sure about, but it's something that, you know, we can sort of get advice about. Now, uh, again, as far as aging is concerned, uh, you know, the person must be able to adapt to the process. They must encompass it. They must feel positive about themselves. They must have a positive body image. And again, you know, we should complement people, you know, you're looking good instead of telling people, you know, you look aged, you know, you look old. And uh, as I mentioned, um, what happens is the aging process starts at the age of 40 and then from the age of 50, it progresses and, you know, it becomes more severe. And, um, you know, people like women look this at the age of 30. That's when the skin is glowing and, you know, uh, the, the skin looks refreshed. Uh, so some uh, these are some of the factors as far is aging gracefully is concerned. Yeah, doctor, you know, I'm really enjoying your, your input and, you know, you're just flowing there. Uh, you know, when you think aloud, I mean, we in the House of Islam, how fortunate we are that, uh, you know, we make ablution five times a day and, you know, that could be helping you. And as you said, uh, the aging process comes through. But generally, someone that's connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that performs the five daily prayer, uh, that has a very calm disposition, generally, when you look at them, it, it, no matter what the age is, some of them look so mashallah and he is just uh, more to do with this spirituality or is it the diet and everything that comes into 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 being i mean if you are a spiritual person you'll follow, follow the trait or the sudna of one-third food one-third water one-third empty take us through that scenario doctor because i also know that uh, alhamdulillah when it comes to deen you are very connected to doctor uh, Shafat Ahmad, you, you're absolutely right, you know, in terms of having a holistic approach to life. Uh, to life. So, again, Salah is very important because one gets inner peace, you know, uh, and when one gets inner peace, it actually reflects on the whole body. You get uh, inner peace and it improves serotonin levels in the body. So it gives a calmness and takes away depression as well. And then, again, the diet and the holistic aspect of combining all those factors and again, the important factor is that people must be able to interact with others. Family and friends are very, very important. All of these contribute to a very good psychosocial uh, improvement in one's life. So I'm in full agreement with that. Can you hear me, Shafat? 
Yeah, I can uh, I can hear you, Doc. And now and then, you know, I think because of the inclement weather, we have uh, some uh, uh, spots coming through. But Alhamdulillah, you are crystal clear. Your line is uh, crystal clear. And also thinking uh, louder, Doctor. You know, when people start aging and uh, they, uh, uh, most of them, you know, the age starts showing uh, maybe near the throat area. And uh, we notice some uh, elders will take uh, 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 like a cloth or something and, you know, or like a scarf and cover the, uh, the, the neck lining because that is where... I think the age shows in most people. And, you know, perhaps as a dermatologist, what do you tell the people? So, oh, look at my throat, uh, doc, that area is, uh, you know, like uh, shrinking away. Uh, how do you advise them, doc? Certain, certainly, I, I fully agree that the aging process on the neck is because of the loss of what we call collagen and elastin. It becomes, it becomes wrinkled. Now, uh, the point that you made is important. You know, fortunately, as Muslims, you know, ladies can wear a scarf and, you know, they can cover that. But, you know, uh, younger patients and people who need, sort of, who want to have, uh, you know, various types of treatments. Now, again, you know, this depends entirely on the patient and, you know, we work on a one-on-one. So we have various treatments that can rejuvenate, something called Ulfera. This is all sort of more sort of technical, but that is like an ultrasound which tightens the skin. And then in the old days, we used to do facelift, you know, to tighten the skin. But again, you know, it depends on the patient and how they encompass the skin. So again, you know, uh, all the combination factors, what is very important is having a positive attitude in life, you know, being sort of uh, being proactive, uh, making sure one has a healthy lifestyle, one uh, avoids sort of negative things like cigarette smoking, and then one has a very good diet, and then one looks after one's skin, one uses moisturizers, one exfoliates the skin. The uh, application of sunblock is absolutely important, and one should not use harsh products on the skin. Now, this is very interesting. In the old days, you remember Shafat when our parents used to talk about using Pond's cream, and their skin has always <laughs> looked beautiful. If you look at our parents and grandparents, uh, you know, even at the age of 70, 80 years old, they still had a very good sort of healthy skin. Am I right? You know, uh, Doc. V cream, and I'm Correct. quite aware of that. Correct. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, I remember the the, the uh, elders. Uh, they loved that, and uh, you, they had to buy it every month, uh, doc. That's correct, yeah. But, you know, they believed in it, and I believe in it as well. You know, I always tell patients not to spend a fortune and going to the cosmetic bar uh, counter and getting, you know, expensive creams where the beautician will try and sell you to make a profit, you know. A lot of these creams, they don't have uh, evidence-based sort of uh, uh, factors in terms of the uh, of the improvement of the skin and in terms of the scientific basis. So I think it's important uh, education of the public like the program you're doing it's absolutely essential uh, those are factors that are very very important and uh, again it's basically you know uh, making sure that one sort of again as a you know uh, emphasize you know protecting the skin managing the skin uh, informing that the uh, the people that they need to discover the inner beauty and you know that's part of the natural life and can be a very positive experience hmm. You know, doctor, I'm also thinking aloud here whilst you're talking to me uh, about, you know, exercise and regularly, uh, you know, exercising, uh, as you know, the risk of diseases such as heart disease and cancer and all, all, all that can uh, go away through exercising. And how important is exercising to keep you in tone? I mean, talking about your tone of your skin, uh, you know, the, irrespective of age, the more you exercise, the better your tone. I mean, uh, the, the, the tone of your skin. Is there any, uh, you know, uh, relevance between exercising and keeping your 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 skin up to speed or up to tone, Doc. 
Most certainly. Now, as we are aware, exercise has many beneficial effects, you know. Uh, so as far as the skin is concerned, when we exercise, as you mentioned, the tone of the skin improves, the circulation in the skin improves, uh, exercises releases endorphins, which is a good feel hormone. So that improves the general sort of mind. And again, exercise is also very, very good in terms of, as we mentioned, in terms of, of preventing heart disease, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, cutting down on uh, glucose and insulin levels and preventing diabetes. And again, the most important thing is the aging process. People get dementia. And with regular exercise and vitamin E tablets, that is certainly beneficial. So all these factors, and as I mentioned, you know, making salah, uh, there's lots of benefits, as we mentioned. And the, one of the, ex uh, the benefits is the movement, the serenity, uh, the tranquility. So all these combined factors, you know, contribute to improves one's quality of life and helping people uh, accept their the good their good health. And uh, one of the things that people must realize is that, you know, as they get older, they must realize that they've had a beautiful life all along. So hopefully that life will continue and progress. So, you know, the important thing is to try and avoid depression, uh, negative feelings, pessimistic, uh, you know, feelings. All those things contribute to, uh, you know, avoiding those factors contribute to having a good, healthy lifestyle. And with uh, a good, healthy lifestyle, that contributes to improve, uh, improving the skin, the function of the skin, uh, the glow of the skin, the tone of the skin, the texture of the skin, all those factors uh, combined. Yeah, well said the doc. And, you know, also you'll find the fruits and vegetables. You know, can, can you have them frozen or, you know, but you uh, do you have them fresh? And sometimes, you know, you talk to uh, nutritionists and they say, no, no, you can have, uh, but have the, you can have the canned thing. But uh, your suggestion, you know, uh, I personally, I love a lot of carrots and uh, now and then I'll go for lettuce, but my onions are uh, is, is a must. Uh, you know, diced green chilies and uh, so forth. But I also have I don't know whether it's a good habit of enjoying a lot of cheese. You know, I will dice them up and have it with all my salads. And uh, you know, love. Uh, I've got organic eggs here in my uh, in my garden. I've got a coop, so uh, I enjoy all the organic things. But perhaps adding a little extra cheese in it will that uh, affect my diet, uh, doc? Okay. Uh, it's important to have a balanced diet. And, you know, fruit and vegetables are natural. Cutting down on red meat is important. But, uh, you know, all the fruits and vegetables that you mentioned are excellent. They sort of, they, they have antioxidants, which prevents damage of the skin and the body cells as well. Uh, in terms of, uh, of fruit, you remember we always hear about pomegranate and, you know, the Islamic <laughs> uh, aspect of that as well. Now, uh, as far as uh, fruit and vegetable, always natural is best, you know. Uh, the secondary is if one has it canned or one has it frozen, but natural fresh Organic is the best. And then uh, in terms of cheese, uh, I have to disappoint you here because <laughs> I love cheese as well. But the fact <laughs> is cheese is not ideal because it's fermented. So, so you know, mm. that is uh, I, what I always believe in, Shafat, is moderation. Moderation of everything, you know. So if one sort of, you know, I would have cheese, but, you know, I will combine all the other fruits and vegetables and so on. So I must have a salad on a daily basis. I have it for lunch and for supper. And the salad gives me a good feeling of fullness, you know. And then the other things that are helpful is, uh, you know, taking uh, uh, tablets which are sort of healthy, like vitamin C. That's often helpful if one has a low vitamin vitamin D level, one needs to replenish that. And then, uh, you know, uh, all those factors are helpful in terms of contributing uh, to a good, healthy lifestyle and health. I tell you, doctor, really enjoying you. As I said, I'm, uh, I'm emphasizing that enjoying you because you have a knack of, you know, delivering. And inshallah, we'll go for a break. When you get back, inshallah, we will be, we'll be asking you those questions uh, that have come through from our listeners. Let's go to the marketplace. 
You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Uh, medical files are keeping your company this evening and in uh, uh, conversation with uh, Dr. Muhammad uh, Dr. Atu, he's a dermatologist and uh, giving us uh, lots of fascinating uh, information uh, this evening. Uh, doctor, are you enjoying yourself? Uh, it seems like a doctor's line went down and uh, Lucarlo will try and get him back online. So in the meantime, yes, a uh, doctor talks about uh, many things, uh, uh, you know, how to keep your skin in tone, having uh, the right diet and eating a lot of uh, vegetable and uh, being positive. And when you're positive, uh, that is, uh, you know, it works on your physiology also. Positivity, you know, the brain tells the, the body to do many things and positivity breeds a positive. Positivity. Uh, doctor, are you there? I can see you there. Yes, but, uh, yes Are you enjoying yourself uh, this evening? Yes, certainly. I think uh, the most important aspect of uh, our discussion is for the education of the public and to put things into perspective. Because a lot of things they read on Google and and so on may not have a scientific basis. So we try and sort of make uh, you know make it understandable and make it easy for them to sort of to try and accept what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely, because uh, many they go to these uh, different platforms, and sometimes you get a country uh, contradiction, uh, you know, different types of uh, uh, remedies, and uh, people can really make things worse. Well, you know, we know that the skin uh, that uh, you know the, you, you get the, the common thing is a roughened or dry skin, and uh, some people say, "Oh, why my skin is so rough, and why is it so dry?" Or even the facial skin, uh, skin a loose uh, facial skin, especially around the eyes and the cheeks. And you know, um, you know, maybe the the woman folk, you know, they, they get very worried about the whole thing. But as you said yesteryear, our elders used the ponds of bee cream, and it was something. I remember it was a white bottle. I don't know if it's the same thing with a cap on it. Oh, there must have been uh, thousands and thousands they are used. But uh, the worry about uh, you know people that uh, having these roughened skin or dry skin, and all these uh, loose facial skin, uh, doctor, your thoughts on that? Yes, certainly. Uh, you know, Shafat Ahmed, what happens is uh, if the skin is very, very dry, then we need to use a cream to nourish it. Now, if it's very dry, we need something slightly greasy. And the creams that are good for that is called SBR repair. So it repairs the skin. And then if it's not so dry, then we use a cream. And the one that's very good is a cetaphil moisturizing cream. And again, I must emphasize the use of sunblocks as well. And again, drinking moist, uh, water helps the general well-being of the patient and also helps the skin as well. So again, simple measures can actually improve the skin. If the person finds that their skin is still not improving, then they need to see a dermatologist. We also use uh, various uh, creams uh, which contains what we call urea. And one of them that's very good and inexpensive is Epimax Plus. It's a moisturizing cream which has got urea in it. So again, you know, one goes to the counter, don't buy an expensive cream that costs a thousand rand. One can get something less than hundred rand and it works just as well. Look at this uh, message from Amina. She says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Brother Shafaat and uh, Dr. Dokrat. Really enjoying uh, this uh, evening. And she goes on to say, which uh, skin to, uh, condition is common in older adults? I, I'm, I'm in my 30s. And as doctor said, after 30, you start getting old. <laughs> Doc, how do you respond to Amina? <laughs> okay, first of all, I need to rectify that. Uh, after 30, you don't get old. As I mentioned, you actually look the most beautiful uh, you know, time in your life. You look absolutely beautiful and you look radiant. So she mustn't worry. Um, as far as skin conditions are concerned, um, we have a process. Uh, at the age of th- uh, 30, the person is asked, is always there. We shouldn't forget. Our parents who were, who were 70, 80, 90, they still had beauty, you know. They they might have uh, sort of grown older with their uh, physical problems like high blood pressure and diabetes, but they still always look natural and beautiful. So this person must realize that she still got natural beauty, and uh, the, the aging process starts very gradually. So it starts gradually when the person gets fine lines around the eyes, one gets wrinkles and so on. But then in the 50s, it's accentuated. It's actually accentuated 
accelerated. Uh, so that's when the aging process occurs. So this person, uh, I must emphasize, she's so beautiful and she's not going to age because she's got about 40 years to go. The other important thing is in elderly patients, what happens is that they get uh, sagging of the skin, they get uh, deeper wrinkles, and that's natural because they lose the, the, the moisture and the collagen and elastin in the skin. And then they can get these brown spots or they can get what they call senile or old age warts as well. So I must emphasize this person is still beautiful and she'll continue to have a natural beauty for a long time. And uh, this is a question from Athaira. She says, uh, I watch a nanny and uh, she is always uh, scratching and uh, she calls us to uh, put some Vaseline. Are we doing the right thing, uh, doctor? Okay. Now, we need to find out why Nani is itching, why, you know, the elderly person is itching and scratching. So, first of all, uh, we need to make sure that she doesn't have a skin condition like eczema, but dryness of the skin often leads to, to itching and scratching. So, Vaseline is fine, but we need to use a little bit of a cortisone cream to try and decrease the inflammation. And then Vaseline is good. The other cream that I found very good was Epizone. A and episode E is more greasy. And then if she's itching a lot, we need to give her an allergy tablet as well. So they must first try these methods. If the problem is persistent, then they need to see their family doctor who will prescribe a stronger cream to help her. But the most important thing is to identify why she's itching. Because sometimes people itch when they have uh, a low thyroid uh, concentration, so they might have thyroid problems. So one needs to actually find out. So first, you know, use the methods I've said, and if it's not settling down, the family doctor will do a full assessment and find out whether she doesn't have eczema or some dermatological problems or some internal problem like uh, underactive thyroid. Hamida says, Assalamu alaikum. Jazakallah khair, Brother Shafak, for bringing a top class dermatologist. Jazakallah khair for that. And she goes on to say, I want to know every time when I cook, I get burned by the steam. Should I use, shall I use cold water or should I just put lactocalamine? Doctor, I think, uh, I don't know if you try cooking. I, I, I sometimes get that, you know, when the pot is very hot and you just lift it up and the whole steam yes. hits you and you start uh, scalding. I mean, your skin starts getting red. And uh, I uh, sometimes take a button and just uh, rub it over it or sometimes some ice pack. But sometimes it doesn't work, uh, Doc. Now, this is an important factor, and, you know, I'd like to disagree with you about using butter. Uh, <laughs> after sort of heat or after a burn or so, butter is the worst. Uh, what sure. one needs is, first of all, an ice pack or ice water, you know, lots and copious amounts of ice water. And then one needs to use, a, basically, you can even use Vaseline or a moisturizing cream. If it is a burn, then one, one needs to use burn shield as a, a, a gel that's available, but not butter. And uh, the important thing is if there's a burn, cool it. So ice water is important. And then hopefully uh, it's not a severe burn. It's more sort of the steam that's causing the effect. So that should settle down. Well, Jazakallah, cared for that, uh, doctor. And you imagine people, hey, put some butter there, do this, it'll be better. And uh, what about, you know, they say using flour when people get burnt, and it's uh, quite an important uh, thing. You hear many stories there. Perhaps you can clean it, uh, clear that up uh, for us uh, this evening. You know, say, oh, people had severe burns, but they dipped into flour, they were put flour around them, and they came right. Uh, your thoughts on that, doc? Now, it's interesting, Shafat. I just need to digress. I used to work in the burns unit at Wentwood Hospital in Durban some time ago. And the important point about a burn is to prevent infection. So when the skin is burnt, the natural barrier of the skin is lost. So a person is prone to infection. So what I actually suggest is always keep a tube of betadine ointment. You know, it's a small tube of 25 grams. It costs less than uh, 80 rand and put that on immediately. If it is a severe burn, one needs to rush to a hospital because one needs to find out, you know, how severe the burn is and then the treatment from the burns unit in the hospital. So uh, I just need to say something important. Uh, you know, in the old days when, you know, uh, communities used to cook with a paraffin stove, 
and they left the paraffin stove, uh, you know, uh, and re- went and did something else. And the child was there, and the uh, paraffin stove, uh, you know, uh, sort of fell. They had a lot of burns on their face, and fortunately, this has stopped now. So, again, the important thing is prevention. And prevention is to make sure our children are not exposed to any um, any areas where they might have uh, a physical injury like a burn. Uh, looking at a question from uh, Khalil, he says, Jazakallah uh, very informative uh, program, uh, Brother Shafat and uh, Dr. Muhammad. Uh, Dr. Rath, he says, what is the best uh, lotion for elderly skin? Well, he wants uh, a tip from you, Doc. Certainly. What I would suggest, an elderly skin, they often skin gets very, very dry, and they need a moisturizer. And something that costs about 70 rands is Epizone E ointment. And that's very good. You can use it like a soap to wash with, and you can use it as a moisturizer. Inexpensive, very effective, hydrates the skin, and can be used for a long time. A tub of 500 gram will cost about 70 rands, so that will last them about six months. Mm. Yeah, you know, Doc, you talk about a premature aging. And, you know, have you any tips on how to re- uh, reduce a, a premature aging, Doc? Most certainly. Uh, again, the most important factor as far as aging is concerned is overexposure to the sun. What the sun does, it damages the DNA cells, and therefore it releases sort of what they call uh, bad toxic chemicals, and that has an effect on the cells in the skin, on the collagen as well. So the important point is to use a sunblock on a regular basis. And uh, again, one should not use irritating creams or lotions on the skin. One has to be gentle. Moisturize at night, sunblock in the morning, and that will be perfect. Also, uh, looking at this question, it says, uh, Assalamu alaikum. I know as uh, we age, uh, we should be taking uh, lots of vitamins. People talk about vitamin D. But I want to know about, uh, is it uh, true that vitamin C is very good for the skin? Uh, Doc? Most certainly. I encourage patients to take vitamin C as well. Um, And uh, again, you know, some of the serums that we use contain vitamin C. But uh, the important one that elderly people should take is vitamin E. And that actually, uh, you know, uh, prevents the progression of dementia. So it doesn't take away dementia or Alzheimer's completely, but it is helpful as far as dementia is concerned. And I also always believe that elderly people, you know, their diet might not be adequate. So taking a multivitamin as well. There's a halal one called DS24 veggie, which is halal. It doesn't have gelatin. So that might be a good one. You take one daily. Hmm. Uh, Akbar says, uh, Mafa, brothers, I just tuned in now, but I hope uh, you didn't answer this question. He says, what makes the skin age faster? And uh, is it the lifestyle that really causes all the uh, faster aging? Uh, yeah, okay, we'll do that for Akbar, uh, Doc. Yes, most certainly. The first thing is smoking. Smoking is one of the worst vices one may have. And smoking accelerates aging. It causes wrinkles. So that is important. Again, a lifestyle, you know, one has to make sure one has a healthy lifestyle. One has to make sure one eats well. One has to make sure one moisturizes. One has to make sure one uses sunblock. So it's a combination of these factors. Uh, mashallah, Doctor, you're getting the people sending in lots of questions there this evening. Uh, Sarah says, uh, Doctor, uh, what part of the body itches with liver problems? That's a very, very, uh, you know, uh, probing question, Doc. That's an absolutely important problem. Okay, the first and most important thing is if a person has a liver problem and they itch, then it can be related to the bile. You see, bile, if it's increased and it can be increased from different causes, then that bile salts actually affect the uh, nerves in the skin and that can cause itching. Now, a very important point is that if a person has liver problem and they jaundice, it is very important to seek the help of uh, a doctor because very, very rarely pancreatic cancer and uh, can block the bile duct and then the bile salts go high and they can cause jaundice. So if a person has jaundice and they're itching, 
it is important to have themselves seen. They must have a scan to make sure the person doesn't have uh, pancreatic cancer. And then uh, what we do is people who have uh, itching from uh, liver problems or, or increased bile, then we use what we call phototherapy, which is a type of light therapy. So this is important. Now, interestingly, the same principles apply to when babies are born. You know, they sometimes have the uh, neonatal jaundice, you know, uh, when they're born, and one uses blue light as well. The same principles apply. So again, I must go through the different causes of itching as well. Uh, one of them is uh, liver problem, especially if one has high increase of bile. And when from uh, chronic uh, kidney disease, then one can have it from underactive thyroid. So it's important for the person to, uh, to be assessed fully. So again, that's a very important uh, question. Jazakallah khair there, doctor. And, you know, Babu wants to know, what's, what is the strongest anti-itch medication? You know, I, uh, I hear about, hey, you must use or tropical steroids, you use this and that, but uh, you're the expert, doc. Um, again, what one needs to do is one needs to use an effective cortisone cream like Dovate, but not for a long time. I usually tell the patients, use it for a week because if you use it long term, it has side effects in thinning the skin, in causing blood vessels to appear, and uh, it can cause long-term damage. So using a cream like Dovate, which is the strongest for a short period of time, and on top of that, applying calamine lotion as well, because the dovate is only applied to the specific spots, but the calamine lotion can be rubbed all over. And then it's important that they must shower with Epizone E, and that has a gentle sort of feeling of the, on the skin. And then they can take an allergy tablet. Now, people normally take allergics, but it's not the most effective. The one that's most effective is Phenagant. P-H-E-N-E-R-G-A-N, Phenagan tablets. And the important point, as he mentioned, is what is the most important uh, treatment for the itch. We need to find out the underlying cause, whether it's a dermatological cause like eczema or psoriasis or any skin condition, or it's an underlying cause. And I mentioned earlier, kidney and liver conditions and underactive thyroid. Uh, Nafisa says, Jazakallah khair, I'm really enjoying the program. I was told to drink uh, apple cider vinegar to stop itching. Is uh, that a very effective, uh, doctor? Uh, unfortunately not. Uh, uh, you know, the, again, I mentioned we need to find out why a person is itching. Uh, that's, you know, treatment of the cause uh, is very, very important. And unfortunately, apple cider vinegar is not effective. But uh, while we're discussing that, I'd like to mention that olive oil is also very good, for, you know, for general health and the skin. Well, you heard that from Dr. Olive Oil, also very good. What about mustard oil and all the other oils, Doc? You know, uh, if it's natural, by all means, you know, because, you know, Allah has given us these uh, in the natural forms, by all means. But olive oil, you know, cooking with it, avoiding these saturated fats like ghee and so on, uh, it's healthy. Uh, this uh, contribution says, Anonymous says, uh, I relieve my itchy skin by applying a cold and wet cloth or ice pack to the skin that itches. And I do this for about five to ten minutes or until the itch subsides. And believe you me, Doc, it works. Doctor, your comments? I'm in full agreement of that. You know, that's what we advise patients, you know, to apply a, a clot dipped in ice water. That causes relief as well. And then if they have a generalized itch, what is very good is they can take an oatmeal bath. You know, the common oatmeal applied on the bar, uh, on the body and lay in the, in a bath full of water, lukewarm water. And that's also very helpful. But as far as applying the cold clots, it's very, very important. Uh, it's, it's very helpful as well. Mami Jan says, Assalamu alaikum. I'm uh, listening uh, from uh, the Kauteng region. I'm really enjoying the program. And Marcus Sahaba is a beautiful radio station. Jazakallah khair for that, uh, Mami Jan. And she goes on to say, Is a baby oil good for the elderly skin? That's a lovely question. Doc? 
Very, very much so. I like baby oil. It's more sort of gentle on the skin. And elderly people, interestingly, uh, you know, they sort of, as they all get older, their skin becomes more tender. And, uh, you know, we often comment that their skin looks like a baby skin. So by all means. Looking at Javeria's uh, contribution this evening, she says, uh, whenever my children itch, I have this uh, habit of applying a calamine lotion. Believe me, it works. Okay, calamine lotion, many uh, swear by it. I mean, when even you get a sting, people use calamine uh, uh, lotion. Doctor, tell us about uh, calamine. Shafat, this is important, you know, good old remedies are still effective. You know, we don't have to sort of go for those expensive, fancy remedies. Calamine lotion has got a little bit of menthol and phenol, and those are known to uh, to decrease itch. So by all means, calamine lotion, I'm a firm believer. As a dermatologist, you know, the patients expect us to prescribe expensive creams to relieve itch. But good old calamine lotion always effective and uh, very helpful. Azad says, Assalamu alaikum. Jazakallah khair for a lovely program. But I'm sad to say, Doc, I itch all over. And uh, should I be worried? Because it only lasts for uh, half an hour. Doc? Okay. This is this is very, very important. Uh, when we get a patient presenting with itch, we need to check whether the patient's itch is persistent or the patient's itch is transient, meaning it lasts for half an hour and goes away and so on. From what Azad uh, is mentioning is that he might have a condition called urticaria or wells uh, or hives, and we in the Cape call it bommels. So he might be getting that. And again, one needs to investigate and find out what is causing it. So as I mentioned, dermatological conditions like itch, it is important to treat the cause rather than the effect. So uh, Azad should get the help of his dermatologist and, uh, you know, assess why he's getting these uh, hives or welts. And what is very important, I tell my patients, is when he gets the rash, he must take photos with his cell phone. So when he goes to the doctor, he might not have a rash, but the doctor can see, uh, you know, what the rash looked like uh, at that time and make an informed diagnosis. Raouf says, Jazakallah khair, Shafaat and Dr. Dokrat. I'm really enjoying this program. He says, why do old people's skin turn black? Uh, yeah, I've, I've noticed, you know, actually it goes uh, uh, darker and darker. Why, Doc? Yes, uh, there's a couple of factors. The first of all, as people get older, especially in our, you know, in their 70s and so on, the elasticity of the skin is lost and then the pigment cells, they become active and they produce the dark color. The other important point is these patients, we might notice that they might have sort of bluish black marks and that is called senile, which is age-related purpura, where they tend to bruise easily as well. So it's a combination of factors. Anonymous sister says, uh, I want to know if a face, uh, facial massaging is good. Many uh, say I should try it. Doctor? Very much so. Facial massaging actually increases the circulation in the skin. And this is one of the things that I recommend patients to do. And there's a particular way to massage the face in order to try and improve the circulation. So certainly I would uh, suggest that. Anonymous says, I'm only 29 years old, a female, but I have wrinkles appearing already. I'm so disappointed and depressed. Can doctor suggest something? Okay. In this person, uh, she's a bit young, you know, for wrinkles. So what I would suggest, that person sees a dermatologist. He needs to do a full clinical, he or she needs to do a full clinical assessment to find out why this person is getting wrinkles at the early stage. And those certainly can be reversed and the skin can be restored to its natural beauty. It makes me think about people, you know, that maybe the same age group, uh, 28, 29, and uh, graying. The hair goes gray. And uh, I mean, uh, I know, can, can wrinkling be reversed and uh, gray? Well, you know, they've uh, put a dye or so, but uh, what about a wrinkling? Can that be reversed in a Most certainly. Person? Most certainly. Uh, you know, dermatology has advanced to such an extent that we have various creams to reverse uh, wrinkles. Uh, one of the creams that we use is pure vitamin A. 
eye cream. We use uh, also vitamin C serum. And I would recommend that person sees a dermatologist for a full clinical assessment, and they would be able to advise and manage. And that patient, uh, you know, we can get a positive uh, response. And now, Doc, this is a very important question, so you'll have to think like a politician to answer it. Who are more paranoid about the skin or the, you know, the facial look, the men or the women? Tell me, Doc. You know, one again. This is a, a this is a question one has to answer in a in a in a in a very sort of polite way. Uh, nowadays, it's always been the case where women have been concerned about their skin rather than paranoid about their skin. You know, they want to look lovely, and uh, you know, they 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 want to look sort of youthful as well. But what's interesting, Shafat, is that more and more men are coming. I do, uh, you know, uh, fruit acid peels in the surgery. So more and more males are coming through, uh, you know, for, for that. So uh, again, I think it's increasing in terms of men presenting with uh, with a similar, uh, you know, uh, concern. So I would suggest, although females initially, but more males are coming through. Yeah, you look at the Japanese, the Chinese, the Taiwanese, and uh, I believe there's a big market for, you know, cosmetic uh, surgery and so forth, and also, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the different types of uh, medicine that you use. And uh, it's, 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 it's a, it has become a very big market, uh, Doc. Yeah, Shafat, one of it is peer pressure, and uh, some of them look at it as, uh, you know, being influential in their daily lifestyle, in job opportunities when they go for uh, when they go for interviews. But something I'd like to digress is uh, I'm sure we all know that in Iran, a lot of patients go for what they call rhinoplasty, where they get uh, cosmetic surgery on the nose. So again, all these things are related to peer pressure, to the uh, population so all those factors come into play okay so it's a uh, peer pressure and uh, you know feeling good and they, they feel if i don't do that then i won't uh, i won't look good and perhaps uh, psychologically uh, duped by the uh, advertis- uh, ad- uh, advertising markets are doc uh, most certainly now the uh, the advertising market shafat uh, often are misleading. You know, they promise, uh, you know, uh, results within a day or two. And one has to be realistic. Nothing happens so rapidly. The skin is the largest, as you mentioned, the largest organ of the body. And it goes through a process. The skin cells turn around over 28 days. So what happens, the skin cells that we see, they are actually replaced after 28 days. So nothing happens overnight. And again, uh, what I advise patients to look at articles, you know, that are more realistic and give you the correct information because, you know, the advertising sort of market and these large cosmetic companies, they really promise a lot and sell expensive items when the person doesn't have to, you know, pay a fortune for basically simple uh, measures to improve the texture, the elasticity, the youthfulness of the skin. Well, I can tell you, Dr. Muhammad Doklat, you're very uh, graceful on the uh, platform of Malka Sahaba this evening. And, you know, I really thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, your parting words? Again, I think it's important for a person must have inner beauty and must exhibit positive reactions in life. And I'd like to thank you, Shafat, uh, for inviting me and Markas Sahaba. I always uh, appreciate being invited. And, uh, you know, we can always discuss interesting topics like pigmentation, uh, dark spots, light spots, and a lot of other topics. And I think these the public would appreciate. Jazakallah. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to our Dr. Muhammad Adokrath. And inshallah, we will definitely call him out. People, uh, stay tuned because uh, coming up after the Azana will be uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. He discusses that we ebbing away. And also Molana Salman Kaji comes in from uh, half past nine to ten with a topic uh, dealing with a badly behaved household, the Islamic viewpoint. Time for us to go for the Isha Azan.